0: what's up everybody uh i got a little sidetracked in the lions uh digest podcast uh i forgot what time it was so we're getting a a couple minutes late start here just pulling it all together gonna post something up put some music on What's up, Fly Keith? Zai Davy. Yeah, guys, sorry. I got caught up in the lion's den and missed the time for the start. But, yeah, everything's good. We're going to start in a few minutes. What's up, Wadi? What's up, Billy Jean? What's up, Chief Noodle? Thank you for joining the space with us. We got some cool shit coming up. to get something up on the Jumbotron so you guys can invite everybody.
1: And you come on your eyes.
0: What's up, everybody? Who's alive tonight? Am I the only alive person tonight?
2: What's up?
0: What's up, buddy? Okay. Good,
2: good, good. And you?
0: I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm feeling more energized than I did at the beginning of the week.
2: That's good. That's good.
0: Yeah, I needed a little pick-me-up. We got a little... We got a little cool amount of work done today, uh, Zayden, Michael, and I. And uh, I think I figured out the strategy for the next phase of our minting. And we figured out all the dates and the whole timeline to all that. So I now can see the light and I'm
2: feeling really good about it. Hey, that always works, man, especially when you got a game plan. Yeah,
0: you know, and it's not just even having, having the game plan, but um, just knowing that the puzzle pieces are starting to fall back into place is enough for me to get excited and happy about things, uh, regardless of what went right or what went wrong. Uh, you know, we all deal with different challenges or whatever. Uh, but for me, uh, as long as I know that the pieces are in place, and I'm on the path to doing it. That's usually enough for me, and then I'm rolling. So, got a lot of that figured out tonight, and got me pumped up and feeling energetic uh, as I close out the time in my beautiful apartment, uh, moving upstairs. Uh, but this beautiful place is going away on Saturday, unfortunately. And this is where my wife and I started our whole entire relationship was in this place. So.
2: It's a little bit of a dumb for me. Well, I mean the good thing is at least you live in the apartment and not the what the wife, so that works. Out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is definitely true. Um yeah, so been a crazy week. How's how's your how's your week been so far, Wadi? Yeah.
2: Well, a little bit crazy, too, but actually exciting. Um, finally reached halfway of uh, 500 subs on YouTube, which, you know, it has been a grind. But like I said, I'm not a quitter and I'm going to keep pushing it on. I get to the one K, which one K is a big deal for me because that's when i am officially monetized and that yes and um also you know i noticed that project would take you more serious by then like you know some when you start as a youtuber or even as a small project nft or token whatever you want to call it not a lot of people take you into consideration and that's the part that i'm also trying to change within the space i want to give the chance even if i got a million followers a million subs i want to give a chance to the little guys because i've been there and yeah
0: right on right there's something to be said for that right everyone needs to be given their chance at some point because that's how new people come up in the space and become become big players in the space. Everybody who's a big player in the space started out as a small guy or small lady at one point, right? So uh, that's cool that you're one of those guys that's going to be the one that affords the opportunity for the new folks to come up and kind of, you know, get get engaged. Uh, totally worth, worth that, man. Love it. Yeah. Um, Couple things I wanted to mention to you guys so we have again reorganized and changed some things took some more learnings in because that's what we do in Fortune is we examine what we're doing and then we look at that and go what's working what's not working and change things and get rid of the stuff that isn't working take feedback from people like Chief Noodle down there and fly Keith, for example but basically what we did is we realized that two, at two spaces in a week not necessarily for the audience to some degree, but more so for the team. Uh, so we also realized we don't need to do two uh, spaces just like this every single week. So what we're going to do now is we're going to shift it up and Tuesday evenings at 730 Eastern, uh, UTC minus four, we're going to be doing our from the vaults that So the time is going to shift from the day to the evening on Tuesday, which will be good because there's a lot of other spaces running Tuesday evening. So there's going to be a lot of people online, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people in Twitter spaces moving in and out of spaces, and we'll get that bleed over. So that'll be good for us now at this stage stage of the game. Then we're taking the Thursday space, and we're moving it to Saturday evening at 5 p.m. Eastern. And the reason why we're doing that is it's not going to be from the vault anymore on Saturday. It's just going to be a fortune chill space. So completely different setup, right? There's no program. Everybody's just relaxed. It's everyone's just chilling on the weekend. We're going to talk about stuff, have fun, get loose because I realized, you know, when I get the whole crew in here, we just all start going crazy. You know, those days Wadi, you were here for those, like just, everyone's going nuts and chiming in and laughing this hysteria and all kinds of crazy stuff is going on. And so it's a different format. And I realized that this audience and this crew needs that X, ex- that, uh, that avenue to ex- express themselves. So chill space is on Saturday and then on Tuesdays we're going to do from the vault. And that's how we're going to do this going forward. I think that's going to be really good for us and everybody involved. Um, So, yeah, so that's a big change that I want to let you know. And then moving into, like, the show today, I wanted to chit-chat about our new website uh, because there's some new information on there that some of you might or might not have noticed. And so the new information on there is the Alpha Club. Alpha Club is super special uh, because Alpha Club, has been waiting for the eak mint to start and people to actually acquire those and the reason being is nobody can get into alpha club without an eak and so now that eak has gone through the first phase of minting which was july 31st uh we're now bringing the value in alpha club and the value in alpha club the prime jewel of alpha club is this thing we're calling the alpha club dashboard ACD and ACD is basically uh, like your traders platform for there uh, you go. Billie Jean is a trader's platform for people investing in NFTs. So if you're in the web three and NFT space and you're buying NFTs or investing in mints and stuff like that, this is the platform you want to be on and is probably the only one you can be. No one else has even made a step in the direction of providing a piece of software as a as a trading platform for others. So we're going to be one of the first ones to do that. Uh, it's going to be launching at the very beginning of September. Uh, so that will follow what will be our second phase of our EAQA mint. That's right, you heard that. That's new alpha. Uh, we're going to be setting the next phase of our event uh, at the end, end of this month. And so that's going to take place on Tuesday, August 30th. And then within days to a week after that, we're going to be launching the Alpha Club dashboard. So this is going to be a really exciting uh, end of August, you know, end of the summer. And that's the whole idea, right? We're trying to tee these things up and time stuff up correctly Um, It's only two weeks away. Basically, if you count the calendar days, it's 13 days or 14 days, something like that from now. So a lot of community of all the Fortune properties and social media accounts and websites and stuff like that. And we're going to start talking about this really heavily again uh, because we've got some really cool new things that I'm about to announce. But the website, so we go back to that, the Alpha Club and the Alpha Club dashboard, ACD. So... Alpha Club dashboard is a massive piece of value because every other really good uh, alpha channel in the space it's an expensive thing to get into. They're usually double digit ETH, and it really just comprises mostly of a Discord channel that's gated just for those people. And so the quality of the discussion is pretty high there, but they don't provide any tools or resources. That's all left up to you, and you're just in there doing the chat and. It doesn't really work that well. So, uh, you know, one of, one of the interesting things about this is Proof Collective, one of the best alpha groups out there. I think their NFT, in order to get into that space, they have a board API club. It's somewhere around 90 ETH or more, uh, which is just insane, right? But they're also giving great alpha. What's interesting about this is it's run by a guy named Kevin Rose, who is a VC. Um, but guess who's also been a VC before? This guy. This guy right here. I've actually built two venture capital funds of my own, and one was in the blockchain space in 2018, and we we're investing in protocols. So I've got that experience and um, knowledge to work for the Club. And so the first big piece of value I'm going to deliver is this platform. And this is something that a lot of traders in other disciplines, disciplines like the stock market, like crypto, pay hundreds if not thousands of dollars to get data aggregation tools so they can make better decisions faster and they don't have a bazillion windows on their screen they're trying to flip through so we've organized it all into one dashboard screen uh, with nine configurable data points uh, in addition to news and and those will be draggable on the screen so you can move them around based on you know whatever you think is you know the best way that you work your work workflow because everyone works differently, uh, and they're color color coded so you understand what the re- what topic or what piece of type of information they're related to. So when you're sitting there in the in the dashboard, you very easily can glance over to the left of the chat window and you can understand what where your eyes need to go very quickly in order to understand what it is that you're looking for or find the piece of this is super super exciting Uh, this is gonna be a huge differentiator for us and if you thought 0.5 ETH was an expensive expensive thing uh, like I said it's wait till you see the new news that we're gonna drop in the next few days that is gonna completely change and it's and it's gonna become even more accessible so really cool stuff to share The website is where it's all starting. You'll see more of this information dropped up there. Um, One of the other little quick details I want uh, to kind of chat about real quick before we move on to our first room reset is what I'm calling the open roster or Alpha Caller open roster, right? And so the Alpha Caller open roster is a different approach to how Alpha Callers work in most channels. Most channels or teams, they go out and they find one, two, three, four, or whatever number of uh, alpha callers they feel people are, are, is going to work for their community, and they vet them and they bring them on board, and then that's who you got, right? And so that's largely what defines, defines the value of these uh, alpha channels. It's, it's really who's making the calls and the quality of those calls. So their model is static basically it means that they come and they get their alpha caller and then that's who you get right and that's the reputation you build but what if and this is where we came in what if we take advantage of all alpha callers and get the and then eventually whittle them down to just the best ones so so we're not just picking great ones in the space we're keeping the door open and we're it's like a rotating roster of people that come through Right, Only the best will survive and the weakest will fall off. And so what we'll be left with is arguably one of the best alpha calling teams in the space. This will evolve. This will grow. It'll go up. It'll go down. But the the, 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 making itself, only the best will survive and it will be a relative threshold that they meet. So it's really based on the quality of the callers in the team at any given moment. But Basically, you know, if any of you played video games where you're chasing something and you have a certain amount of time to catch the thing that you're chasing, and if you don't, you're out of the game. And if you pass that one, like fourth place, then you have to go find and chase down third place before the clock runs out, or you're out. It's gonna be something along that bottom yeah. yeah. bracket, bracket uh, of alpha callers in the platform at any given moment, that could mean you're gonna be at risk of not being a part of the Fortune Alpha Callers program anymore. Uh, uh, You're going to need to step your game up because this whole thing is about delivering value. And the value is based on the quality of those calls. So we really only want the best people that we can possibly have in there. So it's going to be really simple. You can go to our website now and start to apply if you're interested in this. There's a link uh, to the Alpha Caller program So you just go there, click on the link, it's a Google form, put in some basic information so we can understand who you are, Uh, do some due diligence. If we like you and we we approve you, uh, we will issue you a customized special uh, shop caller or alpha caller NFT and we will airdrop that to you and you'll need that in order to go into the alpha dashboard and it will unlock all of the alpha calling tools. So there are special tools and features. There are alpha calls and channel, uh, and they use this NFT to get access to the platform and to make those calls. So so uh, you apply, you get your NFT, and then you can come in and start making calls to the community. And then from there, it's really up to you. But uh, that's kind of a synopsis, like a really short. Version of like what we're doing with this thing. It's a really big deal. As I said, nobody's offering this kind of software development or software available. And we're actually our new uh, software engineer full stack. She's going to come on board on Monday. And once we issue out uh, version one of the dashboard, we're going to hand it over to her. She's going to be the product manager and the developer for the alpha dashboard going forward. And she's just going to continually work on a roadmap that our lead dev and I are going to map out this weekend uh, up until version three. And she's just going to keep working on building that thing, feedback and refining, refining, refining. And that train is just going to keep going. So it's very, very, very easy to understand in a few years. We'll probably be version five, six, maybe. Who knows? But we're just going to continually iterate and build the product so it's continually better and the rest of the industry will have no choice but to keep chasing <laughs> so that's, that's the skinny on that so um, if you want more details, you can if you're part of our community, you can hit me up in, in Discord or uh, at some point reach out somewhere else if you're not in our Discord, but Discord's probably the best way to get a hold of me I do give priority uh, attention to our community members so Whew, that was a lot of talking. Um and Billy Jean, yeah, I'm gonna get you up here to do some talking too. So I'm gonna hit the first room reset right now. And we're there's a post up here at the top uh for the space. Invite your friends, tag them, send some invites through DM, get everyone involved. We're gonna we're gonna drop some more alpha and some really cool information about all the cool stuff that I've been working on with the team. You really don't want to miss this. So Let's get it done. Who's ready? All right, here we go. I'm going to put on a little chilies for you guys.
1: Hey, stop. <laughs>
3: Donkey, donkey, all in one. She came back wearing a smile. Looking like someone drove me, they wanted to unplug me. No one, he is on trial. It's just I turn around and we go. Oh, well, let we go. Oh, 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 oh.
1: You like the
3: 80s, stop blocking isn't allowed. The boat she up is into memorabilia. Who said three is a crowd? We're best to get it on the go.
1: Do, 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 I want a little, little bit. Yeah.
0: All right, who likes Chili Peppers in here besides me? Am I the only? Am I the only guy that likes Chili Peppers in here? Oh, Waddy likes it. Billy Jean, hearts all over the place.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I was saying clapping hands to the music. No Chili Peppers for me. Bad for the stomach. Bad for the stomach?
0: Yeah, we're talking about a band, not food, brother. Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, that's the funniest thing I've heard all week. <laughs> What's up, Romina? What's up, Viva? What's up, Michael? What's up, David? Flyke, Zai, Wadi. Damn, we room is packing up a bit. This is good. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Peace. Yeah, peace. That's a good idea. I'm on that train. So, this section, this this segment of this uh show we I wanted to talk about some of the new uh news and updates some weird shit's going on in NFTs and you guys got to know about it and I'm going to be the guy to deliver it <laughs> uh so the first thing in the headline that popped up today is Activision which is a giant giant game studio that's been around since like the 70s and 80s right has been accused of plagiarism of an NFT skin so this is a really big deal Because uh, I feel like large companies are misstepping and don't really understand the NFT space. That's why they're here. They're trying to experiment and learn. But they're making some really serious missteps. And so this is like not a great thing. So essentially, the alleged plagiarized skin was first featured in Dead Drop. An NFT game developed by Dr. Disrespect. Uh, uh, this fans on Twitter who are outraged at the apparent plagiarism. Um, but uh, the team behind Dead Drop was also apparently notified of the incident. So the studio head uh, basically even tweeted uh, that they should have named the character after him since they're going to copy his work. <laughs> So this has kicked off a bit of a little firestorm now. But this is now the second event that I've seen just the last of this happening. The other thing that I'm referring to was the Tiffany's uh, drop for 30 ETH. So that was a really big deal because this uh, downturn market and they're minting an NFT for 30 ETH. Granted, it's for a piece of jewelry that's got some real value to it because it's got gemstones and precious metals and all this other stuff, and it's fashioned by Tiffany's, which isn't really like one of the greatest uh, uh, jewelers, but it's also a really well-known name, and there are people who, who value it. So uh, what is they took uh, a CryptoPunk and they created it in a piece of jewelry, and then that's what comes along with the NFT. The problem with it is They didn't actually go take time to figure out who actually owns the NFT and get their permission to do this. They just decided to take one design that they liked and then put it out there. And so it created a whole shit show uh, and conversation around Tiffany's and what are they doing? And they could have bought the thing if they wanted to. It's just a really good example of how these companies don't really understand because they're all about. Web two and the way it works in web two and they're not really paying attention to what they're trying to do in web three, um, because it works it works differently here. And so this this news that came up today about Activision is following the same suit, right? We're just starting to see more of this stuff pop up now because everyone's playing the web two game um in web three and that obviously does not work. So I'm kinda curious, like, do any of you guys have any opinions about this stuff? I mean I mean, I see Romina, you're not you're not muted man what good is that you're just a listener and you're one of the talkers Eva what do you think about all this plagiarism stuff do you have an opinion
4: Of course I have my opinion but I a little bit was distracted so I would not be asking you to repeat everything again but I would ask you to continue <laughs> and then I will share my opinion but okay. I was wanted to ask everybody how they are doing what how they do their evening it's going.
2: Well, my end is good, but I just rug myself, as you guys noticed, so I probably missed, like, what? A good 80% of what Peter was just saying.
0: Alright, so, the high level headline for you guys. Activision, which is a giant game studio that's been around since the 70s and 80s, was bit accused today of plagiarism by stealing an entity, uh for use in their thing. And users on Twitter called it out when they noticed the similarities. And it's not just like a couple similarities. It basically is almost the exact same thing. So what I was saying is this follows along with the same incident that happened with the Tiffany's Mint uh, where they used a CryptoPunk, uh, for the jewelry that comes along with the NFT, but they didn't actually secure the rights to the CryptoPunk itself, which they could have easily bought. Um, but they didn't think to do that. Or there was, you know, the, the production of things that nobody thought, Oh, you know, this is an NFT. Somebody actually owns that NFT. And then there's probably some rights that still exist to the project itself, which is Yugo labs, the board API club guys. Um, because they bought CryptoPunks and it's folded into their portfolio of products now. So, uh, they didn't actually check in with anybody. So, everyone had a huge fit over that uh, like a week or two ago. So, that was what I was talking about. And I was wondering if you guys had some opinions about all this stuff.
2: Well, in, oh, Aviva, you want to go first? Go ahead.
4: No, no. But you, but you go. I have my opinion. But I will go you first. I'm curious to hear more.
2: Oh, Well, so this is the thing. In the time that I have been dealing with NFT, which has been short, but I have learned a lot. Anything that has to do with you taking somebody else's property without permission or just So let's put it from an artist's point of view. When I was younger that was my thing My thing. i wanted to be a musician i wanted to be a top rapper blah 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 long story short there were certain beats that i was trying to use but i didn't know that copyright was a huge problem so it's the same thing with that nft if you're using work and you don't got no permission or no rights to it it does become a problem. And obviously, the thing with certain companies, from what I noticed, they're big, they're giant. So they figure, oh, if we pay that person off, then that's all they need. So, yeah, it just sucks to be in that position. And I wouldn't recommend it for anybody to be. you got to say?
4: Um, I think that whole world should go with their uh, rights to be fair, fair to each other. And I'm not a big fan of Tiffany itself. And now, as more that I see their behavior, I think it's just a bullshit company. They just care only about taking money, making money, and never goes with their good intentions for the people around or opinions around, uh, like they was in a Russian market supporting Russia. So for me, they already like red flag. Mm-hmm. And now when they didn't use the right and didn't uh, connect uh, with the actual company, <laughs> they're creating such a big jewelry and making money again on them. It's kind of unfair, no matter who you are. I think the world should be trying to be, be, become a barrier and everybody should understood whatever way they like. choose, they need to proceed at the end to be fair to themselves and fair to their consumers. Yeah, correct, consumers. Okay, con- con- Peter. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Keep, okay. Keep going. So, I don't, like, of course, I'm not, not be what they done that's all like yeah it's a bullshit and uh, I wish there is big companies who will take this and example and would not do it do it but for some people it's only about the money so fuck the Tiffany I'm not going to buy their diamonds <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but that was a biased opinion I knew you didn't like that company anyway so how much farther along the line did they actually move you you're already there Uh, Billie Jean, do you have anything to add to this? I haven't heard you speak up
5: yet. I'm scared I'm going to sound like I'm in a washing machine. Do I do I sound like that? Interesting. Right on. Ah, Nice job. Maybe had you guys informed me ahead of time, I would have known that I was talking through my hand in the microphone. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know really know what to say about that. I think copyright laws in general that bugged me out sometimes like I, I get the the need um but i also i don't know i think uh, yeah i don't know i don't really have any input on that because i was only half paying attention cuz so i was taking my dog <laughs> taking my, my dog out but um I was That's talking cool. about Activision company they, they were they were plagiarizing yeah yeah
0: they've been accused of plagiarizing a nft skin from another company another game
5: and yeah so, it.
0: Twitter, it's kind of scammy it's kind of douchey you know um uh, to, to yeah, I mean, see that happening in the space, space, don't you think? I mean, yeah, if they're stealing somebody. If they're a big company. Why do they need to steal somebody else's art? It's just laziness, I think, or just bad process at the end of the day, you know? Um, mm-hmm. You know, some, some of the other stuff that's on in the space right now, Gordon Ramsay is is best kid to sandbox. That'll be kind of interesting to watch, watch go down. And then another really crazy thing, do you guys know who the hacker group Anonymous is? I'm sure you've heard of this. Um, they've emerged to investigate B A Y C Board A P I Club. So this was following a number of outlandish accusations and one extremely one-sided documentary uh, that has apparently emerged to investigate Board A P I Club. And according to a video circulated on Facebook, the infamous hacktivist group has be- has become concerned with the spate reasons revealing its intent to finally put to bed any doubt to BAYC's supposed ties to racism, Nazism, and occultism. (laughs) Therefore, it has embarked on a long and arduous journey to find out the truth. And during the film, uh, a masked narrator outlines a research plan that will likely take a number of months, and the collective will release regular updates regarding the information uncovered through their efforts. So this is kind of interesting, because these things started to pop up, you know, when you get to be the, the guy or the girl at the top of the pile and you're the most popular, guess what happens? It's a game of King of Hill, right? And then uh, everyone's targeted on you because they, they want your seat or, you know, the position where you're at. And this is generally how it works in life, right? The more powerful the more valuable you become or your brand becomes, the more of a target you become for others because they want what you have. And so we heard a lot of these things coming out about uh, born Ape Yacht Club, I've of written off most of it myself personally people following uh the board api club and trying to make a story out of nothing blah blah blah. So it's kind of interesting that these guys have stepped up and said yeah and said yeah, now we are getting concerned and we want to like dig deeper and like bring something to the surface. So I don't know if it actually means anything, but I'd love to hear what you guys yeah. think. Well,
2: I personally am a big fan of Anonymous, so yeah, when they decide to dig, they dig. Meaning, they will pull up your grandmother's race <laughs> certificate and <laughs> so like, for example, look at the situation with Sarah Luna, you know, Anonymous came out threatening, threatening do Don quan or don Quan whatever his name is weird name um <laughs> anyway um when he came out threatening him that's when Terra Luna started to come back up which is terra classic I gave it up again but that's to show the type of power that he has um well the whole group has the other thing is is with even um well, I haven't really kept up with it, but from what I did notice, even with the war that was going on in Ukraine and Russia, when they threatened putin, that's when he decided to take it down an ultra two. and yeah, I believe they are a very powerful group. And when they say they're gonna do something, they actually do it, and they mean business.
0: Eva, Billy Jean, any comments? Oh you guys are gonna go silent on me. Okay, cool.
4: No, I'm here. I love an uh, un- anonymous. So, <laughs> so badly. Uh, I think. The same as told buddy that as soon there decided to take uh, the look on something or somebody, they going, they know that there's something that they can search for. So it's not uh, that they just make announcement that they just like fooling around and decided oh why we would not go there. So there's simply something going on. So it will be interesting to see the next. A couple of weeks or months, or days. What is going to be open? You know, we need to watch the news about APF and what is happening next. So, we'll see yeah, exciting. I agree. I
0: think, it, I think it'll be really interesting to see what they end up turning up. And <laughs> as Wadi said, they definitely, definitely do their due diligence and they definitely dig deep. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what they end up,
5: you know, rolling up out of that whole thing. So, you, you know, they wouldn't be looking, they wouldn't have started the search, They'd, you know, like the fact that they're doing it at all means that they, they know something is there. That's that's what I think about it.
0: That's how I feel about it, too. Uh, I, def- I definitely think that they are,
5: uh, you know, smelling
0: something and they're just trying to follow the trail and figure out what else it's going to, you know, lead to. Um, so I am going to bring us another room reset because I am going to start dropping some alpha on some big, big decisions and uh, some new pieces of information that you guys are going to be really interested to hear about regarding the next phase of our EA key mint, which is going to happen August 30th. We determined it, and so we set the whole strategy up. We've got everything focused and ready to go. So I'm going to give you a lot of really cool information. You're going to hear uh, some very cool stuff about how all of a sudden EAK, which is 0.5 ETH, is going to all of a sudden get super accessible to everybody. And I'm going to tell you how. So this break, invite your friends, tag them, go get that water, go get that stretch, as Zayden always says. Uh, And here comes some Mac Miller for all you Mac Miller lovers. Love Mac Miller. I missed that guy. Shame he had, had passed away. Uh, all right. Big news. Big, 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 big news. Let's wake up, sit up, straight in those chairs. Are you ready for this? I hope you're sitting down. All right. So, for everyone that knows about the project, you all know where to talk ad nauseum, like to the point where you want to probably throw up all about the EAK, and you know that it's .5 E. You also know a lot of people can't pay 0.5 e So we made a very strategic decision at the top level of the project to make a new direction with the EAK. And what we're going to do is we are going to, well, I should preface this before I say it. <laughs> Psych. I know, I know a few of you guys <laughs> just about to tell us. Um, uh <laughs> So, uh, basically, uh, we've been listening to the community and also paying attention to the way a lot of other things are going down in the space, and we understand that 0.5 for an EAK may not be attainable for everybody, maybe eventually, but right now, maybe not so much. So, uh, through our storyline, through our amazing writer, not the David down there, but David, our Marvel writer, we are going to introduce the fact that the EAK, during the first phase of the Mint, became broken. We broke the EAK. And that was pretty evident because the Mint didn't go the way we expected. And so the EAK has been broken into four pieces. And what does that mean? Pieces means that we're going to have four components to the EAK and you can buy one piece of the EAK and then at some point down the road, you can buy the second, the third and the fourth and put it all together to have a whole EAK if you want. Uh, It'll cost you a tiny bit more, not a whole lot Uh, manageable. Let's just put it that way. Um, Or you can just buy an EAK out front, but whatever you decide to do, the EAK parts or the, pieces will each have some of the perks of the whole EAK. So let me break this down for you. One piece of the EAK will have the Alpha Club perk. One another piece of the EAK will have will have the whitelist perk along with a permanent multiplier for fortune points in our Discord. It means you won't have to buy any of the power ups. You'll just have it automatic all the time. Uh, one will include the early entrance into the metaverse, into our game so you can hunt for the keys, which will be the things of real value during season one. And then the perk will be the special UNICEF NFT that's helping families from the Ukraine. We were originally going to issue that as a one out of four random minters would get one of those. Um, they're special because there's only 250 of each. So it's extremely low mint. So they're very rare and they'll be very valuable because they're also very powerful in the game. So the fourth one will come along with one of those special NFTs. So the other perks to the EAK, the future rewards, the in-game items, the Discord role, and being eligible for the ETH giveaway for every 40 Minters, those things will all still be included with all the different pieces of the EAK. The exception is the ETH giveaway, and that is in order to be eligible for an ETH giveaway, you have to have an actual full EAK. So you have to have the whole thing. You either have the four pieces or you have a EAK. And by, by the way, at some point in the very near future, after the mint, the next mint phase, when we roll this out, uh, you'll be able, if you collect all four pieces, you'll be able to come back to our site and then you'll be able to put them together for the real EAK. And we'll take your sh- your shards or your, your fragments away. And we'll, if- we'll give you the actual full EAK NFT. So people who hold or mint the full EAK, the .5 piece, you will be eligible for the three ETH giveaway. That's part of the motivation of buying the full EAK. All the people who have already bought the EAK. I see you down there, Chief Noodle. <laughs> and um uh if you're buying a piece of the eak you're not going to be eligible for that but you're going to have the perks and when you go to mint one of the eak pieces you'll be able to pick which one you want to buy that's the other cool part so we'll give you the four choices the alpha club the waitlist for fortune hunter uh with the with the multiplier. The Metaverse or the, the the special NFT, the UNICEF NFT, uh, the equipment NFT. So you'll be able to pick which one of those fragments you want. I'm still, as you can tell, I'm undecided whether we call them pieces, fragments, shards. There's all kind of name for these things. But basically, you'll be able to choose which one. And they're priced differently, right? Because the value is different for each one of these things. So to give you an example, the Alpha Club piece. Is going to cost 0.2 ETH. Uh, the Fortune Hunter whitelist is going to be 0.08 ETH. The early metaverses is going to be 0.122 ETH. The UNICEF NFT, the equipment pack, that piece of the EK is going to be 0.155. So all of these things are now much, much less expensive and much, much more attainable by the general public and population. And this gives them one piece and start to build an experience with us. And I'm pretty sure I said it from the beginning. I think this project sells itself when you start to understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, and just how much effort, money, time, blood, sweat, tears we are pouring into this thing to be the best possible project out there. So... This thing is, I think, going to rock the whole community's boat. So, you guys heard it here first. This is the first time it's being discussed. We're not going to do a lot of hoopla until we get to Monday uh, when this is going to hit our socials and web and all kinds. Of, but I'm giving you guys the heads up alpha now about how it's going to work. This is, uh, I think, our path forward. Uh, So we have the 0.5, which will be a cheaper way of buying the EAK because you'll get the whole thing up front and you'll be eligible for that three ETH giveaway. But primarily, this is going to be a much easier way to kind of get into the project and accommodate people who don't really have the money in our downturn uh, NFT market. So I'm really curious to hear who has any connections or whatever. Wadi Zayden, I see you, Zayden, you snuck in here. <laughs> you know, has got something to say about this.
2: Zayden, so, you go first or shut up?
6: You could go for it, man. I have been talking this through all day, so I could talk forever about this ish, man. I got you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's um very considerate, especially the fact getting it down because they are People in general that they cannot just afford the full um, 0.5. So if you break it down and that makes it very accessible. Now, the question is obviously, it will have to be divided into the equal amount of 0. 0.5. Am I correct? No
0: that's what i'm trying to say to you it roughly equates to 0.5 when you put this it, like a slight bit more it's like 0.53 or something like that 0.54 i forgot what the math was on it but okay. i mean that's that's what it ends up being like if you want to buy all four pieces you can do it that way it'll cost you slightly more it's not going to be a lot probably like less than 100 bucks but yeah you know you're buying them in pieces as opposed getting the thing whole in the
2: beginning no right? no no it, it it makes sense it's like for example when you're buying something regular opposed to buying it in credit or layaway they always put a little extra so yeah i get it it makes sense yeah
6: what's they, super cool about it is that if you have like one specific thing that you're interested in you can actually right. make some pretty smart plays by getting the one key that has the one piece of access that you're interested in. And then also knowing that the other people looking to complete their EAKs are going to need your piece to make their EAK because the EAKs are you know four. Pieces. So yours makes up one of four pieces for someone. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic to see the people that like are able to buy those one single, one single pieces flip it for a higher price to someone that wants to complete their set and then potentially use those profits to buy back in a fortune hunter or maybe an EAK later or whatever, you know, like whatever project that they like, like, you know, that's just pretty cool that there there's people that'll be able to benefit from that at such a low entry price. So it's pretty exciting to have that variability there.
0: Yeah. You know, I like this strategy for a number of reasons. I like the accessibility of it. I like that the pricing of, of things has dropped substantially, so it becomes, you know, much more palatable for most people. They don't just write it off in some ways because they know they don't have that money in their wallet, uh, or they don't have something easy they can liquidate and get there quickly. Uh, the other thing, like you mentioned, is the fact that you can cherry pick the things that you like and don't like. Right? If you're really opposed to minting the EAK because you don't want all the other to get into Alpha Club and you just buy that segment. But I can guarantee you, you that segment's probably gonna be the one that sells out the fastest in the first um, because it's the biggest value in the thing, right? So I think people will end up fighting over those uh, just to have access to the dashboard, which for .2 ETH is like ridiculously cheap. Um, what, you know, Especially given all the information I was talking about earlier about how this stuff costs multiple ETH just to get into these things. I think our secondary will light on fire, but at .2 ETH, it's a no for anybody who's buying NFTs, really. Um, so, yes, this is a milestone. This is definitely going to be very cool. Oh, look, Zai, Zai, Zai coming up to speak. I haven't heard Zai speak in a whole time, and I'm assuming you have something to say about this because you were clapping down there for a minute. What's up, Zai? Hello, hello.
2: I just wanted to bring
0: up... up, What do you think? What do you think?
2: I'm actually amazed how all of this is turning out. It's the first time I'm listening to it and I'm blown away. (laughs) Yeah, good thing. Well, I just wanted (laughs) to come up to raise Chief Noodle's questions in the chat. So the first one is, if the UNICEF NFT is limited in number, how does that work to include it in every E-A-K? not sure i understand that part okay
0: so that's easy the eak uh was uh, i'm sorry the unicef equipment nfts there are the there's three there's like a, a bottom tier a middle tier and a top tier and then the unicef nfts sit on top of that it's like the fourth tier it's the highest tier it's the most powerful version of those equipment packs so that's the clarity on what that is that's what he's talking about so there's only a 1,000 of them in total. So the those were only meant to be airdropped randomly to one out of four minters. So depending on you know what the algorithm or the, the thing that we wrote in our code up with, when you went to go mint your EAK, you might or might not get one of those things airdropped to you. And so that's how it works. And so... Uh, when you break down the numbers and we realize that because we're breaking the EAK into four parts, that makes it easily attached to one of the shards or the segments or the fragments or whatever it is. Every one of those fragments will get one of those. And so that'll be part of the big deal, right? That'll be for people who want that, want one of those. There's a special piece in that uh, UNICEF collection, right? You have, a gear pack, you have an equipment pack, you have a supply pack. And then the fourth one, which is the special one, is a drone. And the drone actually shows you or gives you an indication when you get extremely close to a key somewhere in the game environment. So you know when that thing goes off, oh shit, I better start looking really intensely in this area because there's a key somewhere around here. And the keys are attached to big value in the fortune vault for the end of the season. So that's a really big deal. That's also why getting into the metaverse is a big deal. Uh, uh, early uh, is a big deal because you're going to have a head start in looking for those things. Uh, Zayden, you had a you had a raised hand. What's up?
6: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, and the cool thing too is it's like because the EAKs are still that one in four chance. Um, you know, with this fragmentation, like the e- the regular EAK, you could still buy the whole thing by itself, right, and still get that one in four chance. But it's also kind of like an extra thing. Like if you have an EAK. You want to get, you could also go and buy that shard fragment, get the UNICEF, and then sell it on the secondary to someone who wants to build an EAK later, which may or may not, or may not be one of the one fourth. You know who knows. Um, so that's kind of also like you know, there's all kinds of extra little, little, little gears that you can do now that we have this splintered thing going. You know, because it just opens up the door to you know like usability, because it's like in everyone's price range, not in this you know like um, alpha price range. Not because we're, you know, in the market that we're in. Uh,
0: Wadi, do you have any opinions?
2: Nope, not on this one, because I was actually drinking juice and I lost concentration. <laughs> Gin
0: and juice? <laughs> all good, baby. Uh, all right, cool. So that was like the big, massive thing. I'm not going to give you guys any more information than that. You're just going to have to wait till this coming week when stuff starts hitting the social uh, to kind of understand this. A little. I think this is a, a really good charted path forward, and this is going to lead us to uh, some really good things, I think, for the project. So uh, a lot of thought went into this. A lot of consideration went into this. Um, and I think this is going to be that that sweet spot that's gonna you know solve it for everybody at the top end and at the bottom end um so yeah just a real quick cap on that the lowest priced fragment in the entire collection will, will be 0.08 cheap uh and the most expensive one will be the 0.199 for the Alpha club uh, segment so uh stay tuned for all of the re- all of the rest of the details around all of that. Uh, I'm super excited to start bringing this stuff to you. This is that light at the end of the tunnel I was telling you about. You know, the last couple of weeks have actually been really uh, tough and difficult on me, uh, both personally and professionally. And so I've been feeling a little funk and a little vibe uh, the last uh, week. Uh, And now I feel like this has definitely changed my mood upside down. And I'm super excited to like get cranking on this uh, this this set of products that we're gonna roll out, and and um this EAK upcoming EAK phase two mint uh, that we're gonna uh, drop to the world. So, who? Uh, what is next? What is next? What is next? What is next? It's ten o'clock. Uh, so one of the other things that is um, where did it go? Shit, I lost it. Um. Do, do, do where did it go i had the thing i was going to talk about so with this by the way we're going to start up a new pre-mint list for the eak um, uh, shards or fragments or whatever you want to call it plus the eak itself so we'll have a couple different like eak lists going so people can kind of get their names on a list and get their their you know list. Uh, but we're going to run a 48-hour Mint window like we were planning on doing with the first Mint. Uh, So as I said, that'll be August 30th, which is a Tuesday. Um, Is that right? August 30th is Tuesday? Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's a Tuesday. And that'll run and end on September 1st. So September 1st will be the last opportunity for you guys to get it in uh, once we announce and we we get the show on the road. So super excited! I was lined up with the marketing agency that's working with us and they're cooperating and all excited about this. So we're going to start popping up in all kinds of, and all kinds of rarity websites and other kinds of things like coin market cap, uh, coin market cap and a few other really big properties. So getting excited, man, this is going to be, I think a game changer for us. So um, with that, um, does Anybody have any questions? Anybody? Romina, now it's kind of throwing me off a little bit.
6: She's a listener. She's in listen oh, she, mode, probably she, being productive.
0: <laughs> Romina, <laughs> it's like RS or RL. Romina speaker or Romina listener. <laughs> oh, Viva, Viva's coming up to say something. Hold on. Hey. To your
6: She's stuck in Twitter
0: bridge. Twitter Twitter is horrible. All right, Viva, you're on.
4: You're in the name This is an amazing news. I think Ramina is not going to speak without me. That's why I'm coming on the stage. And she will hear my voice and she will come up soon. Probably she's busy in another space, but still pretending that she loves our, our... uh, space but i know that she really loves it so she will come soon uh what else what else so good news i'm really proud of the work it's amazing okay i'm going to be silent uh it's 10 10 p.m i would like to make the meditation for everybody <laughs> which i'm going to, going to do right now but I'm still will be here, but a little bit silently. I will come back if you're not uh, going to finish yet. So okay. Okay. Enjoy
1: your. What's
5: up? Thank you. Thank you. So I just want to point out that what's really important about I actually explained to someone the other day what alpha meant for the first time ever, and that's really the moral of the story that I understood. I'm proud That's of you. True. That's right. Right. That's, That's a big important. gap, man. I know. I
6: know. It was because it she was finally got good. to level two. So now she understands. <laughs> <laughs> is
0: that like is, is the level two? Is that kind of like the web two friend thing?
5: Are they related? <laughs> no, no, no. On our main server, um, I couldn't post any gifts because I was always like in the team thing. thing and so when I'm the them on the main server more, I realized I couldn't post pictures or gifts, and they all thought this was hilarious and were constantly posting things at me that I could not, you know, do back. Um, So I worked really hard to get to level two. It was a big moment for me. Um, I thought that perhaps they would get me a case. They did not, Um, but you know, it's level (laughs) two.
2: Yo,
0: Zai, (laughs) what's up, buddy? (laughs) What do you gotta say?
2: Just another question from Chief Noodles. He says, Have in mind to get a wider audience, or hype built to more eyeballs. We are so excited here, but obviously that's the magic piece that's limiting success up to now.
0: Look, so our Discord has started to light on fire recently, and that freaking channel, the the Fortune Lounge, is just scrolling by now like crazy. So that's like a really big component or piece of it, right? Uh, Is the community? starting to come alive so it's going to look more practical. I think that's been an obstacle. I think our old gating system was also an obstacle leading up into July 31st. That's no longer with us anymore and we refined that down and we actually just even made some updates to the new token gated system to make it even more clearer uh, what you do when you get in there um, by showing you certain buttons and not showing you other buttons so you really only have you know a certain way to go. Uh, so we're kind of laying up some of this stuff, uh, you know, to <laughs> in the community and in the project to be ready to accept people that are coming in. And you have to keep in mind when we did the original phase for the EAK Mint, we did not have a full website that discussed the team or a lot of the aspects of the project. We had a, just a very basic landing page that we had put up originally. To prepare us for going into NFT NYC. Uh, so we have that in place. Then we also have all of the stuff that the work that we've been doing because we weren't really ready to work on that piece, right? That was a major immediate value that is kind of coming to the table. So that also is something that's gonna be um you know put into play. The other thing is to keep in mind, when we did the last push for July 31st in the first phase of the EA came we have a marketing agency in this space that's sending us influencers and getting us on special uh, alpha uh, channels and putting us into special... I held a bunch of that back at my request uh, because I wanted to have a second go-around. And so, they, and so they ended up spending just a little less than half the budget, which means that the push... That we got before we can simply do again and probably will even be better because now we've taken some lessons from the first go around and we're going to niche down further about who we're going to be talking to and who we're going to be approaching uh and who's going to actually be properties to the mint pages to the website to the discord so uh, i feel like part of it is going to be going to be an effort that comes from the marketing agency Part of it is going to come from a lot of the strategy, the stratization, stratization, Jesus, I'm so stuck on that word, uh, around marketing specifically because Dave <laughs> and I am burnt from like this work I did with Michael uh, where we just sat down and we decided to strong arm it ourselves because we both have experience in the space and uh, marketing has been kind of in the Web3 space, uh, which is why we're even minting in July and August when we should have done it in May. Uh, it's just it's really tough to find quality marketers and people who will deliver on the promise in Web3 from the marketing angle. So we just decided to take it under our own wing and do it ourselves. Uh, Michael has something to say.
6: Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, like for for some of the people that may not know, like I, I know this isn't being recorded, so I guess it's just the people here space for, for I actually did used to work at Google and I built a social media department where we had over 1800 clients that paid me $500 or more a month to market their social media for them. So I do have a lot of experience in social media marketing. I've just been working solely as a developer, um, you know, trying to stay in that lane solely as a developer. Um, but due to, you know, like the recent changes and things, I've just, uh, more so like just stepped into being more versatile with the role. So like Peter mentioned, we spent the entire day today, literally mapping out the next two and a half weeks and in- just in case, uh, you know, cause it's always smart to be, be safe. <laughs> um, and prepared.
0: So... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying and prepared.
6: Yeah. So we've, we talked through contingency plans. We talked through the next two and a half weeks of marketing. We talked about all the cylinders that need to be running at the same time, you know, not focusing on any one specific part of the marketing as the be all end all, but, you know, kind of diversifying our assets basically and and putting it out there with these marketing, these things that we have, having them work together instead of it, you know, being an independent process. Um, you know, I think that's, that's something that's really key for marketing is to have things come together and work and you know, intertwined. Like I know from web two, that's what makes things work is when people come together. So, well,
0: and it's more than that too. It's a, it's about some key key factors that you have to stick to in the face of headwinds and adversity. Right and in start consistency you have to continue to show up and continue to do the job exactly the same way as you as you did on day one if you don't your results are going to vary and you're going to be disappointed in what happens but mistakes and fuck-ups and you know results that you don't want end up happening that's life right you know if you're in sales you understand 99% of it are no's so uh so consistency is one of those keys the other key to that is being disciplined, like constantly staying focused and using your time wisely, getting niche down on the work that you're doing and shutting out all of the distractions as much as you possibly can so you can do this. I know Chief Noodle gets this because he's also a founder uh, in Silicon Valley. But uh, that's another key component to this thing. And the third component is it ain't over till the fat lady sings, as they say. Right, guys? Like, there can be lots of problems. Things cannot work out the way you want. It doesn't spell the death or the end of anything, uh, even though at sometimes it might feel that way. You just need consistency and a niche down on your work and continue driving forward and continue to be innovative and iterative, right? Take the data and the information that you learn from that experience And then use it to change what you're doing going forward to create a better outcome and a better result. And that's exactly what we're doing here. We've taken a very close look at all all the things that worked, all the things that didn't work the way we wanted. And now we put it back together in a different way. And we think this is probably going to be an even more successful approach. Wadi, what's up?
2: Okay, so... I was going to say, but you already kind of have the right idea. So one thing that I noticed that a lot of projects fail in the space is the fact that they gain good momentum, and then they just drop the ball. So what I, you know, if you already have a backup plan or anything like that, just keep the momentum going, because the exactly. money yeah the minute that momentum dies out, forget it. literally, I've seen it happen in about two hundred and something projects already and it's always the same story. They start out hot they got they do everything and jump around um great, but then it comes to a time where. The team, the community—they start dying now, and then so does the project.
0: Yeah, look, I told you, I have so much at stake on a personal level, and a, and a professional level, and so much invested uh, in this project, in this in this company, Cheese Labs, and my team. Uh, that I'm not, I'm not letting this thing lose momentum, I'm not letting this thing drop steam. I'm not letting this thing wither and die and go away. this is this is a no-fail option to this project in my mind. And one way or another I will continue to be consistent and iterative and deliver, deliver, deliver and continue refining the process and the and the mechanism until I hit the pay dirt. It's just the way it's gonna be. You guys can hear it from me right now now wadi's clapping thanks for the support bro i literally am going to continue doing this until i hit the 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 thing it's just just the way it's going to happen if i have to be sitting in a cardboard box outside my place and doing it i will be doing it but there will be a day when i'm going to be having the last laugh with the team and we're going to sit back and we're going to go wow that was a little crazy experience and a little journey that we went through but it's going to be funny to look back and laugh at it afterwards Billy Jean, you are wanting to talk. I know you have something to say on this topic. <laughs> he got knocked down. She's back. She's back. I'm mean, here. Yep. What do you want to say?
5: Oh, I don't know. Nothing really. I just was putting being a speaker again, so that I could say something when I wanted to. But I'm good right now. You guys chat away. <laughs> <laughs>
6: She said, "I just wanted to emoji react while I was down there, so that you'd pull me back up, you know." <laughs> Listen, you know, years,
5: I'm, I'm but... high from my level two win today, so you know, I'm I'm getting sloppy. I, I you know, I I could
0: hit the wrong button. <laughs> oh my So that's our story for the day. Um, I'm I'm uh I'm gonna be going kind of silently into the weekend. Uh, you guys don't know this, but I have to actually move this weekend. So uh, there's going to be at least a day where I'm going to be kind of out of touch with everything Simp- simply because I got to move furniture and get it all figured out. But um, I-, I just wanted to let you guys know that. So we back in a second. I'm going to do the last room reset. Then we're going to do a quick recap and talk about some of the changes, like the new spaces and stuff like that, and kind of wrap things up a bit. Uh, Wadi, what do you got to say, man? What
2: do you want to say? What's up? No, no, I was just going to say, since you reminded me, if I'm radio silence for the next 10 days, it's nothing personal f- for anybody. I am actually going on vacation with the family. We're going to go oh. to Florida. So, yeah. Uh, wait, where'd you say you're going? Florida. Hey, where in Florida do you live? I'm gonna be uh, Je- Jet Junction Beach, so I have some friends out there, and they've been bugging me. I was gonna go back to Cape Coral because I really love um, the whole town and how people act over there for the jungle. And, yeah, so Gershon Beach, i never been there, and they asked me is that near to Miami? go there. I think he says something about Palm Beach is is close, but I'm not too sure. I'm not too familiar with We're it.
0: We're going to have to sync up, bro, because if you're anywhere within hours drive of Miami, you should come and meet Zayden and I and Viva, uh, or we'll come up and see you. Even Romina, I mean, we should just meet up. Like, I love meeting people in this space, especially people I've been talking to through these things for a while now. And you've been around, hanging out, supporting us for a bit.
2: Okay. I mean, I'm definitely done for that. I don't got a problem. Um, But most likely, it'll be easier for you guys to come to me than me to you, because like I said, I do have a disability. And uh, um, yeah, I really don't know how... Well, I'm going to to get around because, you know, here I use my power chair, but over there in Florida, well, first of all, it's stupid, but they they don't even allow my power chair in, in a plane. So they expect me to take it apart and put it on the plane, which I'm not a mechanic or anything like that. So, yeah. But definitely, I'll give you... Huh?
0: That's a little weird. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You Um, you guys never heard of that? I don't know if it's because...
6: they would they like, make accommodations (laughs) for disabilities. So that's pretty crazy that they're legally allowed to not let you have your chair.
2: Yeah, so basically, even, like, for example, when I got to the airport the only accommodation that they do is that they get me one of the wheelchairs from the airport and then um well I could walk on the plane but sometimes I like to be lazy and just request the air in the plane but no I stopped doing that <laughs> Um yeah but like to take an actual power chair maybe it's because of the weight like it weights a ton, but they won't let you get on the plane with it. Like they won't it's kinda hard to explain. Like I said, unless it's one of those, um it's very light. It's, it looks like a regular wheelchair, but it actually has a weight. If it's one of those, yeah. And they could throw it where they put the carry-on bags and everything. And then if it's not, then no. I cannot take a scooter. I cannot take the regular power chair. So it's a pain in the ass.
0: It's all good, man. We'll come find you.
2: Nope. We'll come nope. find you.
0: All right. So we'll connect about that after the show because we'll definitely sync up and figure out how we can link up, man. And it would be good to meet you uh and that goes for anybody in the space you want to come to miami or you're going to be in the area let us know we would love to meet up with you go grab a drink a tea if you don't drink go to the beach whatever we're uh, we're a social bunch so here we're going to play a little childish gambino and then right after i'm going to do a recap fill refill you in and all the really good important juicy bits and then uh give you the updates on the spaces going forward and that will be a wrap here's childish gambino change hope everyone likes that song or at least enjoyed it all right so let's get into the last segment of our show from the vault uh let's talk about all the recaps and stuff so um basically a lot of shit has just happened <laughs> um so we have a lot of new content that's coming out on our website sh- on our website it's began this past week with the Alpha Club, including the Alpha Club open roster and the Alpha Club dashboard for, for trading and buying NFTs. Um, soon, we're going to be adding a segment for the storyline, uh, which is being produced right now. And then we'll also be adding, coming up in the near future, no date promised yet, we're going to start sharing screenshots and animations from the actual game environment for the fortune game. This is something um and it's right around the corner. You guys are gonna get to see this stuff. Um I don't know if it's gonna happen before Mint because we gotta focus on mint. That's our first priority. Um but it's gonna happen uh in and around the phase two of our EAK mint, which I mentioned is gonna be August 30th. Uh so That's happening. Um, We talked about the segments or the shards or the fragments of the EAK and how that's going to be a phase of the EAK mint. So we're going to have four fragments to the EAK. Uh, They're going to be priced accordingly based on value. So it will range anywhere from 0.08 ETH to 0.199 ETH uh, for any of the pieces. There's four different prices. It depends on what the values are attached to those things. You can put all four of those pieces together roughly a week after we do the mint, like first week of September. If you collect all four pieces, you can come to our website and you can actually burn those things, turn them in, and we an get NFT in return. So that's part of the cap. Uh, I mentioned we're going to be starting the pre-mint listings here shortly or shortly, like tomorrow to get prepped and get the ball rolling, moving in the right direction for our second phase mint uh, on Tuesday, the 30th. And we are also changing our Twitter spaces. Traditionally, we've been doing from the vault twice a week, Tuesdays and th- Thursdays. Um, we just like to it, sucking up a lot of time for the team. Uh, So we are going to bring it all together, and we're going to start doing Tuesday spaces only in the evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. That's UTC minus 4 for anybody that's not in the U.S. And the second space is going to get moved to Saturday evening at 5 p.m., and it's going to become the Fortune Chill space. And we're just going to have a super loose format, friends and family, and everyone's going to just kind of roll through and crack jokes and have fun we're going to play play a lot more music. And just a super fun vibe, super chill vibe uh, for Saturday just to kind of enjoy and connect with everybody before the Saturday night kicks off uh, for most people. So that's changes uh, to Twitter spaces and to From the Vault. And uh, in terms of like the rest of this stuff, we have a ton of content that's teeing up in social media, specifically in Twitter, but other platforms as well. Please support us and show your love and uh, invite your friends to our stuff because we're just starting to get good and leading up into these subsequent mints for the EAK and the Fortune Hunter after that. Uh, we're going to start lighting shit on fire, so get ready, guys. Um, and that's about it. That's going to bring a close to our vault, from the vault today or tonight. Um, as I said, our next space will be Tuesday, uh, August 23rd. And that will be at 7:30 p.m. So I look forward to seeing all of you guys there. Uh, of course, to reach me is through our Discord. Uh, either create a ticket, hit up one of the mods, or tag me in one of the channels, and I'll try to get to you uh, when I have a moment. I have a moment, but I look forward to seeing you guys all in our Discord and seeing you guys all on Mint Day in our next next space. Uh, by the way, quick note, uh, because we moved the Thursday space to Saturday, and today is Thursday, and we're doing our space, there won't be anything this Saturday. It will begin next weekend. So the next anything that we do in Twitter spaces is going to be the Tuesday 23rd. Uh, so keep that in mind. Other than that, any of you guys have anything to say, or you want to sign off, or you want to say hi and bye, now's your chance to do it. And then we're gonna we're going to kick it for the night.
2: Well, just want to say, like always, thank you for inviting me. I always enjoy hanging out with you guys. Um, and as far as Satan, I also forgot to tell you the reason why. is because I noticed you also have your own NFT collection. So I do have a show, and I want to invite you um, to it. Whenever you get the chance, we'll speak on the DM. And as far as everybody, just much love and have a blessed night. Hell yeah, man.
6: Thank you. I would love to be on your show. That sounds amazing. I really appreciate that offer. Likewise, if you ever want to show up for Lion's Digest, it's not formal or anything. It's just every Thursday at 8 p.m. We're in uh, Lion's Digest here on Twitter. So, yeah, man, I really appreciate that. Thank you.
2: No problemo, and sure, so just shoot me um a DM, and I'll join you.
6: Hell yeah! See, this is what Web3 is all about. This is what we were just talking about on the Lions Digest. It's all, like, the, the ultimate ROI, the ultimate value that you get are the people and the connections that you make by being in this space. Social media, it's the same thing with Web3. If it all goes to zero, like at least you make some really amazing connections with some people that really have some incredible ideas and like sure if they don't work in this it'll iter- work in this iteration of the internet okay cool we can always try again whenever the next iteration comes out because we literally just created nfts a year ago so it's not like <laughs> it's not like there's not room for things to change drastically so i'm excited about it i appreciate everybody being here thanks for your time
0: thank you so much everybody it's a pleasure to always be here hosting these things and bringing you the news and the updates and all the cool conversations and laughter and all that stuff i love it uh mad love peace happiness to all of you i will see you guys all on tuesday if not in the discord sooner have a good weekend be safe i'll talk to you all soon good night
6: The shuffle over to the other phone. <laughs> Good night, everybody.